all of a sudden, out my window, I saw a ball, a gray ball of something. Like, it wasn't a full, like, it was like a foggy, sort of opaque thing that was floating. And I watched it. Like, I saw it and was, like, in disbelief and, like, watched, like, looked in the mirror. And, like, when it got to about the gas tank, it disappeared. And before I could turn to Dan and say something, the car was in drive when we were leaving. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is the residuals welcome back welcome back to part two dos of melissa and michelle see the last time you heard from us we heard michelle's scary shit no big deal Mm -hmm. christmas tree turned upside down not by the cats not Not by the cats cats. no um and this week we got melissa yeah, uh, Melissa tells us all about experiences she had um, when she wasn't living with her mom. So, you know, wasn't just around when uh, Michelle was there. Without further ado, let's listen to episode two. I made it rhyme. See? All right. Bye. I do have my own um, my own stuff. Like? Uh, nothing quite as terrifying is my mom's um so I went to school at um UMass Boston so I lived in you know like thousands of other college students like in Boston like on like the college way so I lived on Commonwealth Avenue um in this old apartment building um and there was five girls living in a two-bedroom which I guess is considered a brothel in like it is Boston Yeah. yeah Um, so somebody before I lived there, so it was a kind of like a revolving door of like college students. Um, uh, somebody had built a bunk bed, like in, in one of the rooms. And so the bed, it was like a, I mean, it was like a wooden contraption type thing. So I slept on the top bunk, but it was very close to the ceiling, like not very close, but close enough, like not like a normal bunk bed. Does that make sense? Yes. Like you couldn't really sit up if that makes sense. So. That sounds um, it was, very yeah, cozy. It was super cozy. Sounds um, one bathroom, like five girls, bunk beds. I mean, it was it was very interesting. Um, but so, anyways, so I I also have a very low temperature to start with. So I'm like 97 degrees, like 97.4 is like my normal temperature. So if I have a fever, I'm sick. I'm like hallucinating almost. Like if I get like a really high fever, I feel very strange. Like very like out of it, like strange. And I remember one day um, I was sick. I had the flu or cold or whatever. And my temperature was like 101 or something. So I was laying in bed, temperature of 101. And 
I remember feeling, sensing something like hovering, like around me, over me. I don't know, like, like not seeing anything, but knowing, like not like wondering, but knowing that I wasn't alone and that it was oh, very yes. close to me. And I, and again, I'm like, we're on the, I think the top floor, right? Yeah. I think we're on the top floor. So there was like, not like there was apartments above us or anything. Um, and then I get better. And I remember telling my roommates this, my best friend like was in the, the other bedroom. And I remember telling her like going in her room and being like, Oh, you know, I know I said that, but you know me, like I had a fever and I just, you know, it was nothing. It was just my fever. And as soon as that came out of, I said, I just had a fever. There's no ghost. As soon as that came out, ghost came out of my mouth, her radio, her boom box, right. <laughs> turned on blasting. <gasps> and I'm talking like, these are like old fashioned, like no remotes, no, like you have to like get up and like push power. Like as soon as I said, there was no ghost. It was like, yes, there is. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh my God. And just oh being like, God. okay, like that, that's interesting. And again, trying, and it, there's no, like, there was no explanation for it. There was not a power cert. I mean, again, I'm like a, I like to investigate these things like, oh, well, you know, I think, cause if I don't, I'm also a firm believer of like, I don't know if this works, but like, if you don't think about it, then maybe they don't exist. Like if you don't open yourself up, like my husband not that he's a, that he disbelieves, but he doesn't until recently, like not, we don't watch, we don't watch like the shows, like the paranormal shows or whatever, like we started, but we, we didn't before because he's like, let's not think about it. Like, let's not, you don't not want to invite it. Energy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, let's not be a portal. Like, let's sure. just, you know, let's just not do that. Um, <laughs> how, right. Wait, how long have you been watching paranormal shows and how long have you been feeling uncomfortable in your house? Probably around the same time. So maybe it's just that I'm scared of like, <laughs> this makes sense. <laughs> okay, Joy. You figured it out. <laughs> no, maybe like we're watching like the, ho- is it Hoser? Hosier? Hoser Files. Hoser yeah. oh, it's so good. Joy, they've started watching paranormal. Paranormal games. Well. Um. <gasps> So yeah, so these things like possibly are making me maybe a little bit afraid, maybe afraid of the dark. No, I don't know. But yeah, that's probably what it is, isn't it? That's not what's bringing my grandmother here. Okay. You watch them enough. Yeah. uh, Now I just fall asleep uncontrollably watching ghost shows because I'm so used to the soothing sound of ghost shows in the background that I just fall asleep to them every night. So I'm going to share a little something with you though. Joy and I used to record episodes every now and then at my house and things started happening in my home. In this uh, house? In the house yeah. that you go to? Yeah. Yeah. This house <laughs> the that, you, that you hang out at? That one. <laughs> so, um, so like our television, we've got the smart TV. It would start changing apps all by itself randomly. The light in the laundry room would turn itself off and then like after like an hour or so it would just turn itself back on again and then the final straw came for me was one night I couldn't sleep because I never can and I was on the sofa there's like a half wall when you come into our house that separates like the living room from a little hallway that my husband's office is up and I hear a loud click and the light in his office turns on the ceiling light, which is also a fan, 
and it's a remote control um, thing. And um, I thought, well, the cat must have stepped on the remote, but the cat was asleep on the sofa next to me and so were the dogs. And I knew that the sound I heard was it actually being turned on at the wall. It was the wall switch. So I was able to get someone lovely um, through our friend Kat, um, who was able to do like a remote cleansing of it. And she said to me, you're watching a lot of shows. What were you watching when the light came on? And I just turned off some random bro ghost hunter bullshit show. Not your favorite one, Joy. It was okay. a different one. Just checking. And it was these these idiots with the spirit board and I turned it off because I started to feel really uncomfortable and because I was like this isn't you don't do that and I turned it off and within like less than a minute that light turned itself on and she was like you cannot watch that kind of programming anymore because you're talking about this stuff in your house yeah. and you're talking about it into your computer into microphones and then you're watching it on like your television and your ipad as well she's like it's all feeding it and it's bringing it into your home through these ways so i think you can just tell them to not yeah because i do all that stuff too i know and I'm well just like no 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 no, 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 no. Sage, 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 dome over my house. Like, okay, so what do I, what's my excuse? I don't watch that stuff. Um, I think it's like <laughs> you died. You died. You, you died. That's like, the reason. You died and went to the other side. And when you came back, the door did not close properly. Probably. Yeah. Sorry. It's like you you got your foot in the door for a second, you know? So wait, I seem to, because I, you know, I'm I'm good friends with Melissa and I've spoken with with Mel and her mum before briefly about this. I seem to recall you saying that when you had this death experience, it was absolutely it was terrifying. It wasn't just being in this white tube. It was something else. No, it was the first time that I now I go under anesthesia. That's a lot. It, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I'm a surgical junkie, not, not intentionally, but, um, so when you go under general anesthesia, you typically don't dream. And so when I came out of, when I went into the light, the doctor told me I came, um, five minutes to literally bleeding out. Oh that was, with me. that was with my daughter. And so that's when I went into the light, you know, and went into that, it, and I've never seen a white light ever, like the white light that I was in. And like I said, it was like a tunnel. And the second time, it was six months later, I had another surgery that I had to have. Was and it the same as the section, the C-section scan? The, it was, no, it was when I was pregnant with the second baby and I had a... yeah. I lost yeah, that baby, so I had to do it. They had to do a like a DNC. A DNC. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I remember there was somebody standing next to me, and I'm looking down into a place where I never ever want to go. And I came out of that surgery, and I literally was scared to death, to death. Whoa. And all the surgeries I've had since then, never dreamt never remember anything except for those two times within six month period 
So and they both in, and they and those both involved babies. Those both were babies. Yes. You, like it wasn't like it wasn't like fire and stuff. It was just a plate. Like you don't remember what I it don't. Looked. I don't remember what it looks like. I remember looking down. The in feeling. Fear. And I have no recollection of what it is. I just know it's a place I do not want to ever go. And it was hor- It was terrifying. Wow. I woke up terrified. I yeah, I mean, I, I have not had like a ton of surgery, but I've had some pretty long. I mean, I've been under for five and a half, six hours a couple of times. And I don't remember anything. I always call it time traveling because I'm like, you guys are the ones that are stuck here dealing with the time. I'll see you in like no time. Bye. (laughs) Wow. I've, I've woken up in like twilight, but again, like no dreams. That's, that's a whole different. No, these were two very specific dreams, six months apart from each other. That's nuts. And I feel like in this case, we should probably say dreams and quotes. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't me. I mean, it doesn't sound like dreams. No, I don't think it was a I don't think I was dreaming. Mm-hmm. I think it was a place that I was meant to see. Because yeah. I, I went to the first place and then I was meant to see the second. That's great. I just got goosebumps. Me too. Like, I don't believe in that. I do, I do believe I do believe yeah. in it. And um yeah. Wow. Oh. So Thanks. Maybe we should all go like sage ourselves after this. I thought you were going to say church. Yeah, that no, <laughs> no, joy. I went Not to enough me. church for all of us. I was in Catholic school most of my life. God, you know, I was raised Roman Catholic. With every Sunday, had the priest over for breakfast. Oh my gosh! Boiled beetroot. <laughs> Did you go to an all girls Catholic school? me yeah no i went to i went to church of england school until we moved to america and then i went to a tiny private catholic school in north carolina which kind of feels like an oxymoron but it is what it is the church of england sounds very formal it does anglican yeah it's because of henry the eighth he kept wanting to get divorced and the catholic church were like no you can't you can't divorce. And he was like, fine, starting my own church. Sure. F you. Yeah. And thus the Church of England was born. I know. I mean, that's, you know, that's why I started my own business because I didn't want to be told what to do either. There you go. I've never tried to start an entire religion, but I mean, I'm, I'm home There's a still lot. time. Maybe I could try now. <laughs> yeah. There's still time. <laughs> um, well, I mean, can't really top the wherever you went, um, that same apartment that I lived in, this feels like a really weird transition. <laughs> no, do it, do it, Perfect. do it. So. so like, um, that time you, you died. Um, no. So the same apartment with the, the brothel apartment. Um, I don't remember what came first, but I had one of my roommates was like, she was like a pack rat. Like she had so much stuff, like so much stuff. And it was all shoved in, this one closet that didn't have a door on it. Like it was like, just, and maybe. Wait, did I live with you in college? (laughs) I think we were roommates. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she had this, it was stuffed, but it was like, I'm sure like organized chaos, but it just, it it bumped me because I was like such a like neat person. Um, 
anyways, this bag that was in the closet, it was like a Vera Bradley bag or something. So it was like, um, very, I, not neatly, but shoved in there, right? Tight. And it flew out of the closet, like straight out of the closet onto the floor, like didn't fall out, like nothing else fell out. Um, but I remember being in there and the bag like leapt out of the closet. Oh my God. Was there just too much pressure from the other shit? And it just <laughs> maybe, like, <laughs> maybe if somebody had been like messing with it, maybe it was just bizarre. And I, I don't remember if that came before or after the, the fever and the ghost. Was your grandmother still alive? Your Nana? Yeah. Was she? I think so. Um, she like Vera Bradley. One of my, well, I think they all bought me there. I don't know. It was just, it was just bizarre, but it never felt threatened there. Like it right. never felt like weird around the same time though. So like, this was all, I want to say like my sophomore, junior year in college. Um, I was going to the movies with a friend um, and we were early to the movies. We, <laughs> sounds really weird, but we were just friends. Um, we pulled over on the side of the road and it happened to be, next to a cemetery like it was um because this road took you to the movie theater okay uh, so we're pulled over we're talking and all of a sudden out my window i saw like starting at the rear the side mirror i saw a ball a gray ball of something like it wasn't a full like it was like a foggy sort of opaque thing that was floating yes. and yes. it it went I saw it come right at the side mirror on my side and I watched it like I saw it and was like in disbelief and like watched like looked in the mirror and like yep. when yep. it got to about the gas tank it disappeared and before I could turn to Dan and say something the car was in drive when we were leaving like he saw it too <laughs> <gasps> Oh shit. Oh, like it, it didn't have any features. It wasn't, but it was definitely like, I couldn't see through it, but it was fuzzy. It was like foggy, almost yeah. like a ball of fog. Like an amorphous blob. Yeah. See, that's, that's what was in the white light was the, you could tell that they were people, but they were fuzzy. Fuzzy. So it was like their souls. Could be. Yeah. But like wispy, like like fog in a shape. Yeah, yeah, strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and like I said, everything was just so white. But they stood out, and that's why I was reaching out for them as I'm falling, and and wanting them to grab my hand. And neither nobody would nobody would touch my hands. Nobody would help me from yeah. stop me from falling. They were but, like, "No, it's not time." Yes, it's not, not time. your time yet. And you were falling like back into your body, back into my yeah. And then I woke up. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're the same people. So does that mean gray people are maybe not like the white parasols? I don't know. It I don't know. No, I, very I, validating. I, just... I felt very, I felt very, like two of us saw it. So there was like, there's a lot of validation in that, right? Like, oh, yeah, 100%. It's corroborated. It's not yeah. just you seeing things. Yeah. And like, because again, like, in the time that it took for me to see that, it felt like a long time. You know, like when you're, 
like almost getting like you're getting into an accident or something or like your fault, you're getting injured. And it feels like time kind of slows down. Mm -hmm. It sort of happened that way where like I had time to sort of process it. Mm -hmm. Like, is this, am I seeing what I'm seeing? Like, although it kind of moved fast, although it kind of, yes. Um, And like I said, like by the time I even like turned to face him, like he was like, we were gone, like we were moving. He had like, processed it and been like i need to get the fuck out of here yep <laughs> the movies yeah goodbye um, so yeah this but that was all in boston too yeah that was in lowell like so outside okay. boston yeah okay um where Michelle- actually, before we got before we came on tonight i like was just looking because again i didn't i don't remember like exactly like where but there's and around that area there's like eight cemetery like lowell's not i mean it's a it's a city but it's Back east, it's not like Forest Lawn, like here in Los Angeles. Like there's yeah. like all these old cemeteries everywhere. Like yeah. there's a cemetery. Every church has like a cemetery like attached to it. Well, um, that that's the thing, actually. Going back to the house that had all the stories of all the deaths and the murders and everything into it. When I did, when you sent me the address and I looked it up, one thing I did oh notice, God. it had like a hundred load of, yeah. of, of uh, cemeteries in its immediate vicinity, like yeah. circling it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I also remember in Woonsocket, sorry, we're bouncing, but in Woonsocket, um, I want to say it was maybe fifth grade, third grade, maybe second, I don't know. It was elementary school. And we used to um, go hiking, like in the, like in the, off of the playground, like up in the woods, like part of like PE and stuff. And there was remnants, I think, of a, like, we weren't allowed to go to this one area because it was alleged to be, like, an Indian burial ground. Oh, dear. Which would be, like, that makes sense for that I mean, for that area. Yeah, Yeah. that does make sense. So, like, like, not allowed, like, it was, you know, sacred land and not, but but just to give the history of, like, that, like, there's just so much there, right? Well, yeah. But it's it's in it's in the dirt. It's like deep. It's in the land there, regardless of you know what structure is there and what's happening within the structure. It's and all of those areas too. I mean, all and the northeast and there's just so much history piled on top. I mean, obviously you go into Europe and it goes back so much further. But like compared to out here in California, where it's set up a certain way because we already like realized cemeteries needed to be like outside of the main city and like in its own place rather than we have 11 people so weird here i so yeah it makes sense though because i mean it's just like paris new york i mean any london any of those places they were burying people closer but then the cities grew so quickly that they had to move the bodies a lot of times to other yeah. places. Um, so yeah. I'm going to guess that I'm, I don't know this for a fact, but like my best guess at the moment is that Boston might've just been burying people in Lowell outside, like out, you know, in the little more suburban areas outside yeah. of Boston proper after a while, um, depending yeah. on how fast the city grew. Yeah. But that that's just, I mean, yeah, every little church, every little house, every farm area, like they all had their own little cemeteries. Yeah. Um, crazy. It is. I'm trying to think of. And just oh. the history on top of that. I mean, the people yeah. that were always walking the same streets. Like I lived in Newport in Rhode Island for a really long time. And 
just the history there. I mean, that's 1600s and the same people walking the same areas in Thames Street over and over and over. It's just a lot of energy to imprint in one place. If you have a scary story of your own that when you listen to us, you think, oh, I should send my stuff in, email us at theresidualspodcast at gmail.com. We also have Instagram, the underscore residuals underscore podcast. And I think we have a Twitter too, don't we, Joy? We do. We definitely have a Twitter. It is at the residuals pod. Just that pod? Just that. Drop the cast for Twitter. We look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, should we get back to the show? Oh, heck yeah. All right. All right. But there is one one story that I didn't tell you. Was I was living in Virginia. And this my friend had a granddaughter who could see her grandfather. So we brought her to my house because I wanted to find out about the boy, you know, the little boy that followed my son. Oh my God, you so, used this small child. I, I used this little girl, this poor little thing. Jeez. So she goes in my son's room and goes in the closet and she's in there talking. And then she comes out and she says, he doesn't like you. I said, well, well no, because, well, because you just pulled me to your house to, to find out who was haunting it. No, but she said, I said, who doesn't like me? She says, he doesn't like you. I said, why? She says, because you yell at him all the time. And I did. I would always yell at this little boy to, to stop slamming the doors or stop playing with things. And and um, so she comes out of the closet and she sits on the bed. And I said, so where is he now? She says, right beside me. I said, oh, what's his name? And she says, Jacob. I'm like, oh, okay. And where's Jacob from? She said, Rhode Island. This is her in Virginia. <laughs> now, this little girl, nobody ever knew I lived in Rhode Island. I always told them I was from Boston. So nobody had a clue I lived in Rhode Island. So that's when I knew that this little boy followed us from Rhode Island. He outed you because all of Rhode Island was upset that you didn't own it. Yes. <laughs> this bitch is from Rhode Island. <laughs> exactly. I didn't want to tell people that I was from Socket, Rhode Island. <laughs> Nothing against, nothing against Woonsocket, Rhode no. Island. Yeah. yeah. Listen, no one emailed us. It was we a didn't great say place back then. It was a great place back then. Rent was cheap. <sighs> because there were dead people haunting, <laughs> haunting. <laughs> right, so they, they made rent cheap. I had a six-room apartment for $100 a week. Oh, God. God. Oh, my God. And they were beautiful. Big old, and they were it's beautiful those big apartments. old Victorian houses, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. French doors, like, beautiful. Oh, yes. I, miss, I mean, you I mean literally every day I miss Rhode Island. You cannot touch an apartment for $400 a month. No. no. You can't even get a hotel room for $400 a night. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you living? <laughs> um, I do have one other creepy thing. And yes. And, yeah. So and then I think I'm out of ghost stories, uh, maybe. But I was living in West Hollywood with my husband. I don't know if we were. I think we were married at the time. We were sleeping in the same bed, Mom. I think we were. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, they were married. They were married. They were married. <laughs> Grandma <laughs> is so pissed right now. <laughs> um, no, so we we had been there for. We had been in the same apartment there for eleven years in West Hollywood. 
Um, and I never, again, like the place always felt very light. Like I never, and maybe I wasn't like woo then or something. Like I wasn't really thinking about these things like saging or whatever. Does that make me woo? I don't know. But anyways, um, one night I'm sleeping. I think I'm sleeping. <laughs> and I had like a sleep paralysis thing happen to me. I, again, I, I will say sleeping, but I don't know. I don't think so. I felt a presence. I looked and there was an old lady that I do not know who she was. She was at not the foot of the bed, but my side of the bed, but towards the bottom. And I remember in my head saying, this is not real. This is not real. And like trying to like, trying to yell to wake up Scott, trying to move. And I couldn't move my body. And I went to go yell and she reached out and like literally had no voice. Like, Shut up. I don't know why I didn't lead with this, but yes. Good God almighty. Like when like this and like nothing would come out and I couldn't move. Oh my God. Like my body was like, and then of course, like, just like that, she was gone and I was able to like wake up my husband and just be like terrified, like what terrified. Um, Cause I always like will say, and ever since like being older, when I was able to hear the story about my mom, when that thing like, got on her um and i'm not religious by any means but like so get thee behind me satan seems like a really weird thing to say but i still say that like in my head when i'm scared i say that like mm-hmm. um because it worked for her so i'm like right. <laughs> spelling things um it's just intent it doesn't matter yeah just don't like, matter. it's intent like i don't know like i'm i don't even necessarily believe in you know whatever but like just saying like to, I don't know, but maybe I said that in my head. I don't know, but like, I'm sure I did if I couldn't get that through, but just like that, she was gone. And then I never experienced, but I would always say like, I don't want to see, like, even my grandparents, my beloved, like my dad's, like they were, I spent a lot of time with them growing up. Um, like, I hope that they're around me, but I am always like, I don't want to see you. Like, if you're here, like, just don't show yourself to me because I, it will, I just couldn't handle it. Like, I don't want to see anything. So okay. the fact that I saw whatever this was, um, and maybe I was dreaming, I don't know. It, I've never had, like, I, I've never had that experience where I couldn't move my body and that I couldn't yell. Yeah. Um, so we've heard of the sleep paralysis thing before, but tied to the man in the hat, which is a very different thing than what you're describing. The what? The man in the hat, which is like a phenomenon where people have sleep paralysis and then they see a dark silhouetted man wearing a hat in the room with them. And a long black trench coat. Yeah. I mean, like the hat can, yeah, it's like, it's a thing. It's that, an like, international like, yeah. cultures and, and yeah. different places. Um, the last time though, that we had a mother daughter interview, one of our guests, Courtney imparted the wisdom that there is such thing as a transient ghost mm-hmm. that can just show up for a little while and then move on. <laughs> so your house could just be light and airy normally. And then you just might have some time where like uh, someone comes squatting for a few weeks and then leaves. I also yes. would, I also would smell. So my mother's father, my grandfather 
has been in poor health for like my whole life. Yeah. You know, like he's like, he's like, and I, I, we like joke, but like he has like nine lives or more. Right. So Mm -hmm. like, but I'm always sort of waiting for the call. This sounds horrible, but like that, like he just has lived a very, he's like a, like, like a rock star life. Like he's like lived it out, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and smokes like really heavy, like smokes a lot of cigarettes is like, like his perfume is cigarettes. Yes. <laughs> now he showered a can too. <laughs> um, but in that apartment building, sometimes like at nighttime, I would smell a very strong whiff of cigarettes, like stale. Like there's a difference between a fresh cigarette being, yep. which yes. I actually enjoy a fresh smell of like somebody lighting up for the, like, I like that smell. This mm-hmm. is like, you've been in somebody's home and they have been, you know, that smell like gross. Yeah. Um, Where I've expected a call from my mom that my grandfather has passed. Like, like I, and I haven't had that since that apartment, but I want to say I had that experience like three or four times, like different periods of time where I'm like, he's like, this is it. Like he's here to say like, like he's passing through to say goodbye. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's really weird. And cause neither one of my, I mean, my husband, no, like we're not smokers and we definitely aren't like bathing in smoke. That's the smell that it's, you know, it's like that. It's, it's an, in your clothes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But the sleep, the sleep that really fucking old lady ghosts are like the worst. <laughs> like that, like, if I could explain like the, scariest thing to me it would be what I saw what did oh. you, I mean do you mind telling us what she looked rem- like I don't even remember she was it she wasn't in color yeah like it was like it sounds to me like she was in a like a black and white movie like translucent kind of, black and, and white movie kind kind of and it's interesting right because it was nighttime but I could see her clearly like almost like she was illuminated in some way or like I had vision. This is why I was like, was I like, I don't know, but Mm -hmm. you know, your eyes adjust. Like Mm -hmm. when you wake up, like if I go to my room right now, I can't see anything, but like eventually I'll be able to like, if I opened my eyes, I can see better. Sure. But it could also just be something you're seeing in your head. Yeah. That you think is in the room that it's a projection of someone. That's kind of what it looked like was like a, you know, like a hologram type thing. Right. But like a black and white. And I don't remember her features necessarily, but I knew she was like, like she was an old woman Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. So I just wanted to wake Scott up. Yeah. I was like wanted like I was so scared and I could not like, he was right beside me. I could feel his body beside me, but I couldn't get like, I couldn't move. Right. One of the things that we've discussed with people on our show, people who have seen things um, it's not that they see something like it's an actual person standing in front of them or like that typical, whatever ghost thing that you think of like from ghostbusters or whatever, a lot of the time, exactly what Joy just said, it's like someone is playing a movie on a projector screen that's in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're seeing it and it it feels like you're seeing it, seeing it, but it's it's in here. If Does that make sense? So 
and and that's why it's that's yeah like it sounds i mean yeah. i think that it was a dream like to like i because i would never want and again i make it very clear like i do not want like you're not welcome to show yourself to me but you right. it, it was gone right afterward yeah i don't remember if i actually like i don't think i I don't know what I wanted to scream. I didn't want to like talk to it, but like, right. And I must have somewhere like, but if you say it, even if you say it in your, your, your brain, I think she knew I was scared. This shit. Right. Like probably didn't I want mean, to be like, I'm I, to me reaching out to be like, don't be scared. Yeah, I'm exactly. Just like to tell you a message. It's not like, oh, oh, take your yeah. It felt like it's a very not, little mermaid moment. Like it yeah. wasn't Ursula. She's not Ursula. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a voice. I mean, it does sound like maybe she was like Joy saying she's passing through. She's curious and you wake up and you're scared and she's like, oh, shit. No, I didn't mean to. I don't. I'm not even convinced that she was awake because being unable to move is part of being in a certain state of sleep. Right. And I'm wondering if if it was something other than just your brain, if it was a spirit or something passing through that maybe honed in. But like yeah. interacting with your sleeping yeah. brain yeah. to try to get you to acknowledge her or yeah. give you a message or whatever it was, yeah. um, that it it made it feel like you were awake, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. she was trying to project herself to you in your sleeping brain. Mm-hmm. And that might have been why you couldn't move or say anything again. I'm just making shit up sometimes that sounds right to me, but um, it, it just seems like I know, I know that the paralysis situation is usually when you're asleep. Yeah. But if you talk to people with the man in the hat stuff, I mean, they're like, no, I was awake. I just yeah. couldn't move. So I don't know if it's the same thing where it's that sort of like the being is putting a thought. I'm, I'm trying to stop saying projecting because I don't want to confuse it with the, the movie projector idea yeah. um but like putting itself putting mm-hmm. its thoughts into you because you are like it is. hanging on their receptor you know like you're you're like a little blip on their radar of who might be able to pay attention to them because I, you've had these experiences yeah i will say though i i had really bad sleep paralysis through secondary school high school and then university and I don't know why it stopped happening. It did. I'm really happy that it did. But there are so many times that I distinctly remember being awake, not being able, like knowing there was something in my room that because I'm laying on my side, there's something in my room. I don't know what it is because I can't see it, but I'm trying desperately to reach out to turn on my light. Mm. And it's terrifying because I can't. And I'm the more I try to move the more like my muscles lock and the more I can't move my body. It's the worst fucking feeling. Um, I'm interested in more of this, this dream idea, like thinking about that more, because what if it is the idea that like you can't move because you're in that sort of interstitial dream awake place. And that's where some can come get to you and talk to you and have your attention. Yeah. The in between, right. Yeah. That, that, yeah. I don't know, man. So, I mean, that I sort know. of makes, I mean, we lived there for so long. You would think if it was like a, and clearly I, I mean, I don't think I'm like, but I have some sensitive, like, I think I try to tune it out, but like, clearly there's 
I have some experience. So like, I feel like in 11 years, if there was like a person or something that was like right. there, like there would have been more. And you've already said that you're a skeptic and that you yeah, do totally. wrong things. So yeah. I think if you had been there so long, you would have had this like gnawing thing in the back of your head that was just like, you really can't dismiss this one. Like, yeah. There's something here, like yeah. no matter how much you want to ignore it and like pretend that it's, not, but that's not how it was. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with me whenever I'm like, oh, I don't know if I really like felt anything. I'm like, no, <laughs> then like something happens. I'm like, no, that was weird. And it wasn't me. And it wasn't like the cat and it wasn't some noise outside. It was something I can't explain. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Bizarre. <laughs> All of it. Yes. Don't haunt me. Ooh. Don't come back and haunt me. That's not cool. I told you I'm going to brush your hair. No. Oh, no. God. God. Uh, no. Emily's situation. Do not. Don't do no, that was my five head. Well, I wouldn't. It's fine. Joy, we've lost Joy. Joy is now just under her. No, she's hiding. So mean. Hiding under the bed. Please don't do that. Do not Mom, don't here. do that. Do not come here. Do not. Horrible, horrible. Seriously. Horrible. I won't. Okay. Oh, oh my God. Um, I still pop in once in a while to say to see how things are going. Just send me like a butterfly or something. Just don't send me a Just send something nice. Don't send, don't send me, send me a hairbrush. Don't send me cigarettes. I need a unique perfume scent for myself. No. Could you possibly just drop a hundred dollar bill every yeah, once in a while? I could do that. Hair. Change yeah. a few diapers. No. <laughs> yep. No. Just do you hear that ping? That was a diamond falling in the middle of the floor. Yeah. <laughs> No, oh. you're laughing, Joy, but you don't know my mom. Yeah. Diamond obsession. I have a diamond obsession that my granddaughter says, Nana, you need to stop buying all those diamonds because there's not going to be enough for anybody else. My mom has more rings than Tom Brady. Yeah. She was, I don't I see. Are you saying there's a problem with this? Because you're talking to the wrong person. These are just. Gonna, they, these, somebody said to me, I said, can somebody wear too many diamonds? You know, like I have three diamond bracelets. That's okay. That too much. Is there room for a fourth? Yes. Then it's not too much. Okay. See? I wear mine, I wear mine every day, <laughs> even to do laundry. There you okay, go. See? <laughs> That's fine. As long as you're not precious about it, who cares? And then, you know, if you feel like dropping them in from the other side, you, go. you know where I live. You just go just pop one out of those street. tennis bracelets every once yeah. in a while. Yep. I'll make visited. sure there's a, there's a spot. I'll clear away the magnetiles. So there's a nice open spot. Which color would you like? The yellow diamonds or the regular ones? Oh my God, surprise me. Okay. I'm pretty pot. I'm partial to the classic. You like the classic? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, nice whichever call. surprise I'm gonna me. I'm probably bitches for my inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, um, which, you know, either of you two lovely ladies, uh, who wants to go first with just, you know, one thing that you're grateful for? For this moment, I'm grateful for family. She allows me to come come fly out here during COVID. Well, because she's fully vaccinated and wears an N95 and a face shield. Yes, we're we're grateful for family, those that have passed and those that are still here. Um, I'm grateful for my health and my kids, the health of my children. I'm a nurse, and the last like COVID stuff has been really, really rough being being there. So. Um, mm. I'm grateful for health. I can't take that for granted. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Seriously. You're a, you're a unicorn angel. Thank you. Joy, you. Uh, what am 
am I thankful for? So I found um, this like peanut butter powder stuff that's like dehydrated peanut butter. So instead of like eating all the calories in actual peanut butter, you can like dump a bunch of this in like almost calorie free yogurt and feel like you're eating peanut butter mousse. It's great. I'm thankful for that. Look how annoyed Emily is. Oh, because all this nice stuff about family enjoys fucking dino. No, because you know what? I'm grateful for um, my kid has made a best friend. And it's the first time she's ever had like a bestie best friend, like obsessed with each other to maybe a slightly single white female level, but it's mutual. So <laughs> that's okay. Um, but not only is this kid awesome. But her mom is also really rad because there's always that risk of your kid becoming obsessively great friends with the kid and their parent is like nightmare city. And so I'm just really grateful that my kid has a sweet, loving friend who's absolutely adorable and that her mom is great. And the funny thing is, is like this little girl, she's like she's uh, like a month or two older than my kid. And she's average sized and my kid is almost a foot taller than her. <laughs> my child is now like. Your child is, is very tall now. She's I am grateful for that because I get all of like hand-me-downs from my kid. Right. So I'm grateful yeah. for the growth spurts. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I have very another good. bag of, of, of clothes for you. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my God. But I yeah. am really grateful that you both came on tonight. This was lovely. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you for having us, ladies. Well, thank you for listening to our stories. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. It's been Love really you fun. Lots. Thank you so much. All right, ladies, you have a great evening. You, okay, too. you too. Enjoy the they rest of your trouble. visit. Stay out of trouble. Yeah. Stay out of what trouble. are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. Maybe keep leave my house. <laughs> Keep your feet under the blankets. Um, so until until next time, everybody. Um, I don't know. I'll meet you at the Spirit Lodge on like Monday. We help me sage this place. Of course, of course. Let's go and get some crystals. Um, yeah. Till till next time. Don't be afraid of the dark. But I will. Joy's afraid of the dark. Terrifying. She's afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of basements. See, everyone have basements. When I was a little girl, our basement there was a a dirt pit in the corner, like a circle dirt pit. I I used to think hell was down there, and the monsters were going to come up out of that dirt and grab us because our laundry machine was down there. Jesus Christ, I'm a cracker. I'm afraid to go to sleep. Okay, we're gonna go before she says one more fucking thing. (laughs) Yeah, go get your nightlight. All right, love you guys. All right. Bye. Bye. What's my excuse? I don't watch that stuff. Um, I think it's that <laughs> you died. You died. You, you died. That's like, the reason. You died and went to the other side. And when you came back, the door did not close properly.